gentlemen boys and girls what is going on my name is Justin this is sports sales and coffee and I appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy day and allowing me to enter your ear holes and tickle that beautiful brain of yours with a little bit of information a little bit of knowledge and even some motivation that will hopefully help you reach and exceed your sales goal and absolutely dominate kill it I want you to line your pockets with commission checks bring in brand new agreements and just be the dominant alpha in your office and just I'm wishing you the absolute best only positivity and thank you so much for listening if you enjoy what you're listening to follow me on social media at sports sales coffee on Instagram at sports sales coffee on Facebook at SSC underscore podcast on Twitter and then sports sales and coffee on LinkedIn tell a friend to tell a friend it would be amazing if you could leave a like a comment and then smash that subscribe button to wherever you listen to the podcast let's grow this bad boy and let's just kind of go from there you know it felt like I haven't done this in a while even though it's been only a week um, I was knocking out like two podcasts a week uh, a little bit ago so now I'm kind of taking a step back and I'm like whoa I kind of felt like this was weird. Almost my intro was was strange, and I don't know. I had to take it a couple times, so I appreciate it. But I, I love doing it. Um, in my life, I'm about two weeks, under two weeks uh, from opening day. So stress level midnight, I would say, of just trying to get everything in. But I always get stressed out. I always get stressed out um, before you know the season and making sure I have everything and making sure all my agreements are coming in, everything's in place, we can get signs up and PA reads and, and, and all that stuff. And then also making sure promotions look good and um, kind of everything. So I always get stressed out about that. But um, I put a post out a little bit ago. Um, I, I, I think stress is great. I, I mean, I, I think stress shows that either if you're not, I'm sorry, if you're not stressed out, it shows that either you don't care or you're not prepared. So I do really care about my job. I do really care that I want to do well. And I feel like I am prepared. So getting nervous and getting stressed out is okay in my book. It just kind of puts everything together. So yeah, other than that, family life is great. Kids are awesome. My daughter had a double ear infection, which wasn't fun, but she's a trooper. She's a, a baller, so she it didn't take her down at all. She she's just a she's just a, a brute, and I love her for it. I mean, she's going to be like the point guard that, that kind of like you know maybe gives other girls a couple shoves, isn't afraid to go in the paint, get a couple layups, and and all that stuff. Or she's going to be a, an artist and not do any of that, but. Hey, it is what it is. For her being only two years old, she's 
she's going to be a problem if she, <laughs> I said that terrible, she's going to be a problem if she wants to go in the sports world because she just wants to keep up with her brother. But I think that happens a lot with um, second, you know, second children is that, especially if there, you know, there's only a, a two age, a two year age gap between my, my daughter and son. So she just wants to keep up with him. So she's learning a lot faster. She's taking risks because he's doing more. So I feel like that happens a lot. I think that happened a lot with me and my brother. Um, me just trying to want to keep up with him, but with the four years, you know, him being four years older than me, it's always a little bit tougher. So, um, Hey, but that, that, you know, it is what it is. So, but yeah, getting ready for the season, kind of amping everything up, making sure all my ducks are in a row and trying to get some closes and, 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 and all that stuff. I hope everything on your end is going great. If you're getting ready for your season, if you're in baseball, um, it comes at us, it comes at us hard. If you, if you're in hockey or you're in basketball, that just ended. So now you're in your off season, which means that's when the sales start. That's when the sales get going and, and, that's when it is. It's time to roll. So, wishing you the absolute best. But episode 37, I can't believe I'm episode 37. I got some good stuff in the works. Uh, I think this is going to be a good one. I think I got some other good ones really in the works. Going to have a couple more interviews. Um, and there might be a stretch where it might be like three interviews. Like bang, bang, bang. Like right back. Um, back to back to back. So, I'm not going to try to have that happen. But you never know when's it with scheduling and all that. So, I'm trying to get you the absolute best content and... and you know, bring you the most value possible. That's honestly what I'm trying to do. You know, I just want to bring you the best value possible and hopefully it helps you out. So episode 37, I want to talk about applying pressure. Um, I think it's really important and I'm not a pressure guy. I'm really not, but there's certain aspects of the sales world that I think you have to put pressure on your prospects and, and on you know, and on future clients to make them sign on the dotted line and make sure that they're in there. So I have a couple things that, that, you know, that I do. But first off, I mean, pressure to me, it pressure either burst pipes or it makes diamonds. And either one of those is great. Because when you're applying pressure to someone, if they're like, no, I'm out, that's good news because you're not going to waste your time on them anymore. If they're like, yes, I'm in, I don't think I need to explain that. They're in. It's good stuff. You want people to buy from you. Like that's where we're in sales. So I think pressure is is needed. A lot of salespeople they want to avoid pressure because they feel like it's negative. That you know it has a stereotype. You know this the stereotype with adding pressure like you're slimy or you're lying or you're tricking your customer into purchasing. That was like that old olden times. That was the old days. That was why people fear it because it did happen. That sleazy used car salesperson that will is going to sell you a car and the four tires are going to pop right when you pull off, you know, right when you pull off the lot. Now, in today's world, you can't have unethical business practices. And the reason is is because of the internet. If you treat someone poorly, you're going to hear about it on the internet. Information is all around us. If you think you're going to a meeting and your prospect hasn't looked you up or or checked out your business or or anything like that, then you're crazy because by one Google search, you can find what you need to find out about them. You can find out that stay away. This guy's product sucks. He's an asshole. Don't even try it. You know, this girl doesn't know what she's talking about and her product is awful. It's going to happen. So first off, 
understand the internet is there and they're going to find information. So I know I did a whole podcast about this, so I'm not going to touch on it too, too much, but you got to be upfront with people. You have to be honest. You got to be 100% honest with your prospect. If you're cheating them, they're going to find out. They're going to tell their friends. They're going to tell their business partners. They're going to tell their other business partners. It's going to ruin the relationship you have with them. Not just a business relationship with them, but just an overall relationship with them. They might not already be a partner. So it's going to be bad. Or what's worse is if you lie to them and you deceive them and they sign on and then shit hits the fan and then you have an absolute problem because they signed on and now you're like, I don't really know what to do. This isn't fun for me. It's not. Trust me, I've kind of been in that situation when I was selling uniforms and I was selling big agreements. Not necessarily that I wasn't being honest, not that my company wasn't being honest. It was more of it was a miscommunication. And then it kind of turns sour. And then you're just kind of stuck with it. I don't like that. So by being honest, you might prevent a sale from happening, but you're going to earn the trust. And like I said about in, in the Honest Podcast, it's when you have trust with a prospect, the door is never truly closed. There might be a little crack that you can get in in a different way. You know, when I waited tables, I never pushed what the manager wanted me to push. Like we got this, you know, great, you know, you try food and I wouldn't pitch what he wanted me to pitch. I would push and pitch things that I liked, that I enjoyed. Suggestive selling, as it's as it's called in the people that like to use terms uh, for sales techniques. But suggestive selling is me, I worked at Bugaboo Creek. They're out of business now, so I'll say the name. Bugaboo Creek, and I used to push the shit out of the barbecue chicken nachos because they were absolutely delicious. And then when the cook made a mistake and they were too burnt or maybe they put jalapenos on when they shouldn't have, that thing goes out back and I would take down that bad boy left and right. And I do the same with my clients now. I suggestive sell them. I can't talk right now, I'm sorry. But I use that same technique. Not that I'm pitching them barbecue chicken nachos, but if I did, if I could still sell them, then I would still sell them because they're delicious. But no, I tell them or I inform them of what might be a good or a bad fit. I've been in meetings before and someone said, hey, how's this TV commercial? Is it, you know, is it worth it? I look at him and say, no. For your business, I don't think it'd be worth it because of X, Y, and Z. I would actually think this might be a little bit better for you. Or... I don't think this would be the best because you want to get coupons out and a radio isn't going to get your coupons out. Or they can just bring my ticket in um, and like get a discount, right? Nah, they can, but by just doing a PA read and a graphic, they're not going to remember it because it's good to have something feel, you know, you, you can feel it, you can touch it, you can smell it, you can taste it. Like it's physically in their hands. So I, I wouldn't suggest that, but I would suggest this. And by just doing that and being up front with someone, you're going to gain respect, you're going to gain trust, you're going to build a relationship. And then when you build the relationship and you're being honest with someone, applying pressure 
isn't going to be slimy or sleazy. You're not going to be tricking them. That's why I want to add in being honest because when you're honest and you have a good relationship with someone and you have a good relationship with their prospect, you can ask for more and it's not going to come off as only benefiting you. If you've set the tone of that you're there to help them improve their business and that's what I try to do, especially when I'm selling these, you know, selling billboards, I'm selling marketing. Then I want this to be a two-way street. I want you to get an ROI. I know by you giving me money, it's beneficial for me. And I want you to succeed. I want people to go into your business. And that's truly how I feel. That is absolutely truly how I feel. And when I set that tone of being honest with them, I can kind of apply pressure. Now, I'm not a high pressure guy. I'm really, really not. And I say that a lot too when I'm in meetings of, hey guys, you know, Justin, or, or when it comes down, it's like, hey, I'm not, a, I'm not a high pressure guy. If this doesn't work for you, tell me. If this is, if I'm way off bent, tell me. Don't be shy to tell me, no, this doesn't work out. And the one thing I do, though, is I follow up. And how I apply pressure is, one, by following up and building urgency. I build urgency very well. And I kind of, some people, you know, put those in two different categories. I think applying pressure, I apply pressure by building urgency, by, by putting up timelines. So, you know, in sports, it's easy to build urgency. It's very easy because our season starts at X and it ends at Y. Do you want to get in on this or not? Do you want to be here for opening day? Do you want to join because we have a homestand coming up? Or do you want to join because of this and that? The also way that I that I apply pressure is, especially in sports sales. So if you're in sports sales, and, and I think a lot of people who listen to this are in sports sales, um, what's really easy is, other than kind of signs, but you can still kind of do it with signs and billboards and stuff like that. But you sell one of them. You sell one of them. That's how you build apply pressure is I have one of these opportunities available. If you want to sponsor, you know, because I work in baseball, if you want to sponsor strikeouts, you can be the, the exclusive sponsor of strikeouts, but I only have one of them to sell. So, if you don't tell me that you want to sign, if you don't sign on the dotted line, I'm going to sell it to someone else. It's not because I dislike you or I want to be like, you know, I just I want to like shove in your face. It's because this is my job. I, I said the toe. This is my, my job is, is to sell sponsorship. My job is to bring in money for the company. I don't tell them that, but that's what they know. That's what your job is as a salesperson, account rep director of sales, salesman, whatever. That's your job is to sell items. So by letting them know that I have one of these, if you want it, you got to sign for it. If you want to sponsor, um, I don't know, if you want to sponsor three-point shots in basketball, you have one of them. You can't have three companies sponsoring threes. You have one company sponsoring threes. And if you have two companies that want it, it's the first one to the table. It's the first one to sign the deal. So that's kind of how I apply pressure of knowing and building urgency that we only have one of these. So the sooner you let me know, the better. I always get asked. I always, always, always get asked of, oh, you know, when's the deadline? And this is my response. And I feel like my response really works. I said, well, I hate that. I say, eh, I don't like that question because I don't have a great response for you. And I tell, that's exactly what I said. I don't have a great response for you just because... I only have one of them. You know what I mean? So I say the sooner the better 
Yeah, I tell them because if another partner calls me and they want it, then they're going to get it. So I only have one. But if you call me in June and you want to sponsor flyouts and it's available, we can do that. If you call me tomorrow and you want to do flyouts, could be gone. I might say, I'm sorry. Let's go look at something else. So it's kind of building that urgency of that. You got to get the answer in if you want it. I think that's where it benefits us because we don't always have to work on when my other sales jobs, I had to kind of work on sales. And that's how I apply pressure of, hey, you know, it, it's, I'll give you to the end of the week and then the price goes up or we have a reduced price for this month or we have, you know, this and that. For for this, for sports sales, it's just, hey, my season starts April 4th. Do you want to be here for opening day or not? We got two weeks. I can't get you a sign up. I might, I might be able to, but I might cross the deadline of I can't get it before then. So it, it kind of building, applying pressure and leading up to my season, I pepper the shit out of my prospects with calls, emails, everything leading up to the season. I'm making sure I'm not leaving any stone left unturned. So even if we haven't had a meeting, I am peppering you about twice a week, if not three times a week, two emails and a call or switching it up and just, hey, just want to follow up, love to, you know, love to sit down. Maybe we met a couple months ago and they're, and they're talking and they had to go over budgets and I just keep on keeping on them. I'm just peppering them and I'm applying pressure of, if you want to do this, you got to let me know. You have to let me know. And when I do speak to them, I let them know things are in motion. And if you want to be a part of it, you got to make a decision. You got to jump on board. I know it might feel like I'm saying the same thing three times, but I am saying the same thing three times. If you want to be on board, you got to let me know. You know, when we have a program, when we order our 15,000 programs, it's they're going to go to print a month before the season because we order so many of them. Our pocket schedules, we have one run. We have two runs. If you want to be on the first one, the season one, you got to let me know because when they're printed, you want to be on it. Sorry, I had a meeting the other day with uh, with a company, and they were actually debating on which one they wanted to do. One of them was putting a panel on the pocket schedule, and the other one was doing something in game. They were going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, I like both. And I said, "Hey, I got to stop you." I said, "Pocket schedule's off the table. That bad boy got sent to print. That's done. I can't change a thing on it. If they misspell the a word on that pocket schedule, that's there for the season." Like, we order so many that we're not going to run them again. So, what do you want to do? So, that we eliminated that. So, now let's talk about this. You know, so it's kind of, it's breaking it down in that aspect of applying pressure because you're applying urgency. And you're kind of always on them and you're always moving and you're always getting them to get a decision. So, by constantly staying up in their grill and in their face, you're going to help them kind of either shit or get off the pot. You're going to be, you know, giving them deadlines and always 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 if you talk to them, always set up a follow-up and that's going to apply pressure of I need some time to think about this. Great, let's talk on Tuesday. Let's talk Tuesday at 2. I got, you know, Thursday at 10. Friday afternoon. I can get you in and I can guarantee your sign is up if we can talk and you can decide we get the artwork all in by Friday. I can guarantee it. If not, scrapshoot. 
And I always give myself like a week to play with that. So it's just applying pressure by building urgency, by making sure they know if they want to do something, they got to be in. And why I think this is so important, because this is what I'm doing right now. This is what I did all week long of trying to apply and trying to go. And it's just of making sure I get it in time. We can make this happen. We can set everything up. We hit the ground running. There's no issues. So make sure you're applying pressure and you're building. You know, that's what works for me. Apply pressure because I'm building urgency. And they know there's a deadline. They know if they want to partner up, they got to partner up. That's it. Setting yourself up for the next step. You know what I mean? Be honest with them. So, Because when you're honest with them and you have that relationship with them, you can build something on that. You can ask the question. You can apply for pressure. Also, what I've done to kind of apply pressure is I'm going to make a podcast about this too. So it might be a little bit about kind of closing. But, I mean, I got a nickname around the office and it's embarrassing, but it's true. It's I'm going to give it away, Jay. Because I, when I was actually younger, I made a really, really bad deal. <laughs> Like a real bad deal. So they would sign on the dotted line. For me, if it would, you know, if, if you're going to sign today, or what I love too is that they might come out and say, I want to do it, but it's on my budget. So instead of doing it, I'll use, you know, easy numbers. Instead of doing six, I want to do it for five. And I'll look at them and say, you sign today if we do it for five? Like today. Like I'm going to go back to the office. I'm going to send you an agreement. If you sign it today, I'll do it for five. Or I'll meet you in the middle of 55. Or I'll throw in a, you know, or you know what? I can't move to five. I got to do it for six. But instead, I'm going to throw in two season tickets. Or I'm going to throw in a program ad. Or I'm going to throw in some like a little fluff piece that makes them feel like they got the win. I still have um, what I was looking for. And it's applying pressure of having them make that decision of that this is it. Like, you know, you got to let me know by the end of the week. Or you, you know, you gotta, it's all about that applying and applying and applying. So that's it. Wow. 21 minutes. That's already a lot longer than I thought. I thought this was gonna be a quick one, but typical Justin just going for it and rambling. Uh, but I told you I was gonna get one out today. So I'm getting one out today. It's Friday, 930, but I appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you so much for listening, taking the time. Um, just, you know, apply pressure. You don't have to be a pressure person all the time. You don't always have to be kind of a dick. It's just, I'm a low pressure guy, but when it comes towards the season, you got to push that pressure on them. And it's good because you want to apply it because either they're going to tell you no, or they're going to tell you yes. And when we're going towards our season or in season at any time, it's good to get a yes or a no, because it tells you you're going to move in one direction. You're not stuck in this limbo. So it is what it is. It is what it is. I appreciate the hell of you for listening. Thank you so much for taking the time. Episode 37. Um, 2019 is our year. We're doing big things. We're doing big things. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Follow me on social media at Sports Sales Coffee on Instagram, at Sports Sales Coffee on Facebook, at SSC underscore podcast on Twitter, and then Sports Sales and Coffee on LinkedIn. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment to wherever you wherever you listen to the podcast, slide into my DMs, let me know how you're feeling, let me know if you liked it, you didn't like it, feedback, questions, let me know if you found some value in the podcast, if you've been able to take some 
some of these ideas and topics we've talked about and kind of turn them into sales, I would absolutely love to hear it. I get super, super jazzed up when um, you guys tell me about it. I, I just love it. Um, I just want you to do well from the bottom of my heart, and I really hope you you believe me because that's the that's the that's the truth. I want you to do well. I want you to dominate. I want you to kill it, um, and just you know bring us some great stuff. So. Thank you so much. Hope everyone has a phenomenal weekend. I'm going to see you next week. Episode 37. That's a wrap. Go sell something. I'll see you next time. Peace.